Mm. What y'all trying to send me to Atlanta next month? Oh, where, where ain't nobody uh for training and shit. Look, like Texas. Texas, they don't see right now. Ain't y'all going down there? Yeah, I'm wearing my mask still though. They talking about. Oh yeah, dude came. I was like, "Fuck a mask." Yeah, he just lifted the He just lifted everything. Episode 189 of Technical File, the sports podcast you never knew you needed. It's your boy T-I-M-K-I-N-Z-B, number three, a.k.a. Ask a.k.a. Mr. Give It To Me. How are y'all this week? How are you? Hello. I'm the J. Only known as? The J. And I'm Camille Poingard of the crew, the real-life Tifa Lockhart, the girl next door. You know, holding it down for all the women who love sports. And it's your boy, K. Harris, the gentleman. The gentleman. The everyday gentleman. 24-7. But better known as K. Diddy. Take that. Take that. Still is running. To me. <laughs> Anywho, you can Why? go ahead and... Oh, damn. You going to flip the bird like that? All right. Nah, two <laughs> no, but you can uh, follow us on over. Actually, you can go ahead and see Kid Flipping the Bird at our YouTube Technical File Podcast. You can also go on over to our website, www.technicalfile.com. Don't forget to put the K on that motherfucker. You're damn right. You can also see us on the Instagram and the Twitter at Technical File. Mm-hmm. On Facebook as well at Technical File Podcast. But then we also have a Technical File Pod Overtime group. We could join in with the listeners, fans, and the fam. Indeed. Go for show. Like I said every week, man, if you guys <clears throat> if you guys enjoy being a part of this amazing tech file fam, um, share it with everyone you know. Your mama, your daddy, your uncle, your granny, your baby mama, baby daddy, whoever. Um, wherever you are, wherever you're listening right now, Where all you gotta do is share. Where don't take no time to do it. Less than thirty seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't grow without y'all. So share. Do it now. Those likes. <clears throat> Free way to support the pod, and we appreciate it every time you do. Every time. Tech File Challenge, we got one this week. We ended uh, last week, well, last week's Tech Top, or gosh, last week's (laughs) Tech File Challenge was just dropping a Black History Fact to end Black History Month. Mm -hmm. We got one for this week. Hmm. Well, we skating through. Hmm. I don't have I one in the, in the chamber. I do not. All right, we, we just gonna skate. We gonna skate right on through. Then we ain't got one this week. I mean, the challenge is always just you know share the show. But uh, wherever you find podcasts, you can find us. That includes Apple Podcasts, mm-hmm. Google Play, yes, sir. SoundCloud. There we at Indeed. Stitcher, Indeed. Spotify, Spotify. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Amazon Music. We there too. Pandora. Pandora. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I keep forgetting about Pandora. Hey. 
<laughs> iHeartRadio. Boom, boom. Himalaya. Like a player. Wooshka. Wooshka. The good news app. Good news. Shout out to everybody <laughs> listening to us live. We appreciate you. We appreciate you. Indeed. Welcome. Every week, Tuesday, 6 p.m. Be there. We here. We here. We here. Yeah. We here. Mm-hmm. Get the show early. Join the little chat box and like be part of the show. Like we got the chat box up. You can we say what here. you want to say while we talking. You're going to be part of it too. Like exactly. Y'all know y'all be talking back to us when you listen anyway. So you might as well just join <laughs> us on Tuesdays at 6 o'clock. Exactly. We all fam. Central time. Uh, and wherever you're listening to this episode right now, while there, make sure that you like, subscribe, rate, review. Five stars better. It helps us. We appreciate it. That's show. Show for show. All right. Let's shout out our top listening cities over the past week and give some love to our international listeners before we hit the sport fact and then get into the show for the week. So, Number one city last week, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Welcome hey, back to the top spot. Middletown. We appreciate the hometown rocking with us. Number two, we got Charlotte, North Carolina. Charlotte, what's going North on? Carolina. Welcome back every week. Y'all here Man. to say, y'all see our they, boy out there balling. Y'all see it. They see Mellow out there. Ooh. Y'all see it out there. Ricky Eddie. Here, y'all see it. Starter Mellow. Number three, we got Boulder, Colorado. Number four, we got Sarasota, Florida. Sarasota. Sarasota. Welcome. It's just, I guess anybody that doesn't literally like to say the name, just Sarasota. Sarasota. That's how you saying like stairs to soda or something like that. I don't know. Stairs to soda. Stairs to soda. Stairs, stairs to soda floater. I just like the way it rolls off the tongue. Sarasota. <laughs> Number <Hello>. five. <laughs> we got Racine, Wisconsin. Hello, neighbor. What's going on? Number six, we got Menominee Falls, Wisconsin. Oh, hello, hello neighbor. Menominee Falls. What's going on? Number seven, we got Inglewood. Inglewood. What up? What's up, Inglewood? Mm-hmm. Number eight, we got Tampa, Florida. Tampa, what's going Tampa on? Bay. Y'all still partying down there? They still out here. They still out here getting it. You know they ain't. Never mind. Number <laughs> nine, we got New Berlin, Wisconsin. Hello, neighbor. What's going on, New Berlin? And then number ten, we got Trusty Cypress, Texas. Cypress, yeah. welcome back. Cypress always there. Man. Depend on you. Exactly. <laughs> I say don't be here next week and shit. I'm like, damn. <laughs> we got a friend in Cypress. We got a friend in Cypress. International listeners, we have four different countries check in outside of the United States. Those countries included Belgium. Belgium, welcome back. Hello. The United Kingdom. UK, welcome <laughs> back. The Netherlands. The okay. Netherlands, what's going on? Welcome. And Brazil. 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 What's going on? Welcome. Shout out to y'all for show. All right. Sport fact of the week. What we got? On March 2nd, 1962, Will Chamberlain sets the NBA record for scoring 100 points, allegedly, um, for the Philadelphia Warriors <laughs> during a 169-160, I mean, 147 victory over the New York Knicks before a crowd of 4,124 people in Hershey, Pennsylvania. He also set records. Yeah. <laughs> he also sets records uh, for most field goals made, 36, most field goals attempted, 63. 
most free throws made, uh, 28 of 32, and most points in the half, 59. Uh, Wilt scored 23 points in the first quarter, 18 in the second, 28 in the third, and 31 in the fourth. He had the 100th point after a pass from Joe Rucklick with 46 seconds remaining. He also grabbed 28 rebounds. The coldest game in history. That shit ain't happening. Where the footage? Where's the footage? The only thing we have is this man holding up a, a, some paper that say 100 on it. Now, you, now do you Fuck really out of here. <laughs> that certain people would lie about Will having 100? Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't either. Not at that time. No, not at that time. They ain't gonna be no white man no hundred points. Ain't no way. No hundred points. Ain't no way. Ain't no way y'all scoring a white man in that time and then they could air you out like that. Well, now now y'all know that the one thing that supersedes racism is capitalism. And this was about selling the league. Trying to get people to actually come to the games. I didn't know they come to more games after he got no hundred points. It was the same niggas <laughs> coming to the same games. No, no, no. Four hundred people. Four thousand people there. They was like, bro, what's that's what they were playing there. Allegedly. Hey, listen, uh, you know they were like, now. You know, like we still talking about night. this. What 50, 60, yeah. 59 years later, mm-hmm. we're still talking about this game. He had a night. So you think uh, that yeah. somebody in 1962 was like, oh, my God, Will Chamberlain scored 100 points in the game. I'm going to go see him because he cold. If they were racist, no. They don't care. Hey, they was letting <laughs> them niggas off that night. He was all types of niggas that night. <laughs> <laughs> you really let him? Exactly, bro. They're not finna broadcast this man's feats around the world and shit. Aw, oh, man. If, he didn't, if that didn't happen, they had to. They're like, you see this nigga? <laughs> I'm with Tim. Like he had to score a hundred. I don't yes, care if he was wrong. <laughs> he had to. There's no they way that his- Britain they would have hundred. Get that Ain't man no up a, a season where he averaged like fifty points a game. Uh, Ain't no way. Yeah. Like, the world that season. Like, <laughs> I mean, I mean, he was playing against plumbers and uh, yeah, and whatnot. He was, he was but of, definitely ahead of his time athletically. But I mean, he, he, he had a hundred. He had a hundred. Someone in the comments said Tampa Bay cheated. They just wanted to throw that out there. Just, just like hey, no, no. <laughs> hey. who they cheat? Uh, Kansas City. I'm assuming who they cheat. Their handle is KC fan. Hey, I said it. But I oh, said it once. I said it again. It's a damn it shame a grown man can't score a touchdown. <laughs> can't uh, even cross the damn end zone. That's like somebody bitter as hell. Hey, cheated. It's a little, it's a little obsessed. Who, who cheated hey. you out of that one? Y'all was at the goal line. Cheated yourself, bro. <laughs> they cheated themselves. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, but y'all did. Y'all, y'all did. Y'all ain't scoring out a touchdown. Black history, but y'all let the white man come in. Tear you apart, Tampa Tom. Popping <laughs> trophies, pissing off white ladies, right? Exactly, throwing trophies. He didn't give a fuck. Tom had a month, man. <laughs> Tom was living. Tom Brady was living, living his best life, man. All through Black History Month. That's crazy. <laughs> That's what he said. All right. Eric just make a sign of what is that? Those titties? What is that supposed to be? Man, <laughs> <are> you holding up? See the one in his zeros, but hey, like, hey, hey, I'm wilding tonight. <laughs> My man, he's titties and shit. Hey, I like that though. Take a picture of that. 
That's Eric just scored 100 points tonight, everybody. Right, exactly. Hey, hey, we have our 200th episode. We need to hold up. We have to have some 200s and hold them up. <laughs> the camera, I'm like, yeah, yeah. We can do that. But no. Nah. I swear Let's get kidding, <laughs> I thought it was because he had his background on. Like, if y'all didn't see the, if y'all not watching the YouTube video, he had his background on, and all we saw was mountains. <laughs> round mounds, round mounds, <laughs> round mounds and rebounds out here. Hey, round, round mounds and rebounds. <laughs> let's get into the the topics of the week. We got a few things to to get through, so let's talk through them. JJ Watt, he uh, he ain't signed with none of the teams that we thought that <laughs> was on the table. For him. Came out of nowhere. Not Cleveland, not Buffalo, not Green Bay, hey, not Pittsburgh, not Indiana, Arizona, oh, Indianapolis. My bad. He posted a photo of himself wearing the Cardinals gear and said, "Source me." Happening <laughs> with the Cardinals. He been having fun with I mean, the social medias. I feel like some of it's fun and some of it's also like y'all are really irritating me right now. People made a whole fake Peloton account for him and listed his teams. They had Phil Yates out here retweeting. I'm thinking information is legit. Bro. Phil Yates don't be out here getting getting fooled. <laughs> I was wrong. wrong. He was fooled. <laughs> JJ Watt said, I ain't even got a bike, so I don't know what y'all... I, I, don't know. I, I think that announcement was him saying, okay, I'm tired of this shit, bro. Yeah, like, let's get this over <laughs> with. We, we done with this. I already know. Okay, we're, here we go. We're done. A two-year, thirty-one million dollar deal with thirty or twenty-three million of that guaranteed is what the Cardinals gave him. So, how do y'all mm-hmm. like his fit in Arizona? It's gonna be a good fit for him. Like Kyler uh, got some help on the opposite side of the ball now because you got Chandler Jones over there, you got Buddha Baker over there, you got Isaiah Simmons over there, and now you add JJ Watt. Uh, they can find some help on the uh, on the defensive side for like an edge rusher, uh, another corner maybe. And they defense is they defense is likely be legit. Like, I mean, yeah. I mean, outside of what the the leading sack leader from I think like twenty twelve is Chandler mm-hmm. Jones. Like they, it will be a duo. He said he wanted someone across from him who he go, you know he could battle with. He got that on the other side of him. Plus, yeah. you know the defensive coordinator too because he was from the Texans, if I remember correctly. Yeah, all the stars of uh, of Houston going to Arizona. They got Chris Paul. <laughs> yeah, DeAndre, okay, listen, DeAndre Hopkins, Deshaun Watson looking like that uh, Squidward meme where he inside and they outside with their hands <laughs> up like party, like yeah, mm-hmm. we Kick free, it. <laughs> <laughs> we out of here. Plus, everybody go to Arizona when they retire, anyways. Especially Wisconsin, I mean, they folk. do. <laughs> <laughs> they do. <laughs> the Brewers are in, in Arizona like right now, spring mm-hmm. training. Like it makes sense. I mean, the Cardinals are they will be a contender. I am not sure if I would put them over other AFC teams at the moment, but they NFC. can make some noise. Oh, NFC, yeah. But <laughs> and I mean, like noise. they paid his ass. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, mean he, got more more money. he got more money from uh, Indianapolis. They said though. Yeah, and he would have been Casey. over there with DeForest Buckner, and that yeah, defense. Ca- yeah, Casey Fan actually said, uh, "I like the move, but it's not a championship move," which I actually agree with. I don't think that this really alters what the Cardinals. Like, their better. ceiling is like they are what they are still to me. Like it doesn't yeah, make sense. I don't think this kind of them to be the heavy favorite to win the Super Bowl. No, it sucks for us though. But to be fair, like what anywhere that he went would have been in like a. Oh, that's the move to put him over the top. 
Yeah. I mean, he would have fit better in Green Bay. Like, I mean, you know <laughs> like, what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> that would have been run defense and, and that would have been pass rush. Kansas City even. Like, like there are certain teams that were already, like, on the cusp. They were close. <laughs> so I'm saying the Colts would have been a great fit for him. Absolutely fantastic because they still got Justin Houston over there, too. Shoot, I talked to myself into Cleveland. Like, like man, yeah, man. They, he, he has some better fits. But, I mean, again, plus there have been stars that's going to Arizona and rejuvenated their careers. You play Edron James. Before he left, he had a nice run. Oh, he, he had did. Kurt Warner. Before he left, he had a nice run. He had uh, Emmitt Smith went over there. He had a nice run before he bounced. Did he? It was, he was decent over here. He was decent in Arizona. He wasn't in the sense of early. I mean, that was like, like 25 years name. ago. That's a stretch. Right. But, I mean, at the same time, they're not going there and they're not – they're not trash. They're not suck. They like they are finishing their careers as still pretty decent players in Arizona. Said Emmitt Smith. I mean, I'm I mean sure people I mean, that went there that didn't finish out strong, but you know, like we don't think about that. I mean, but those are examples of higher caliber players of like a JJ Watt name. Like Kurt Warner was huge when he was in St. Louis. Edwin James was huge when he was in the, with the Colts. Like th- those are huge names at the time. I hear you. I hear you. Well, we'll see how it work out for him. Arizona Cardinals. I was shocked. But when I saw the <laughs> price tag, I was like, one, get your money, JJ. I'm mad at you. I'm glad you got paid. But I'm also glad that it was not my team that paid you that contract. That's a lot of money for JJ Watt in Damn 2021. Like uh, I said, Batman, let's go. Anything more than that, I'm good. <laughs> Seattle better go ahead and find Russell Lyon before he he <laughs> now you got ooh, you got JJ Watt and Chandler Jones chasing him. <laughs> One squad. Aaron Donald's still there. <laughs> and then uh, you got Eric Armstead and uh, Nick Bosa. Like, it's rough. They better find the line. <laughs> it's rough. But speaking of Chicago. <laughs> speaking of, let's just let's just get there. Apparently, we we've all heard the news around Russ, the scuttlebutt that he's not happy. You know he. Wants some changes made. He wants to do this. He wants to do that. But apparently he has not officially demanded a trade at this point. He told the Seahawks, look, I do want to play for y'all. Like, I do. But I want y'all to hear me out. And pretty much if you ain't going to hear me out, then I got a list of teams. Four teams that Russ said he would go to. Dallas Cowboys. New Orleans Saints. Las Vegas Raiders. Chicago Bears. Indeed, yes. Now, I've also heard some other teams thrown in there, like Miami and New York. I'm not sure where those came from, but... Miami and New York. (laughs) 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 The first thing I'm going to ask you is, do you think that Russ is the Seattle Seahawks starting quarterback when this next NFL season kicks off? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. I don't think he's getting traded. Mm-mm. But if he was <clears throat> to get traded, which of those four teams do you think is the best fit? Ken, go ahead Ken. and give your Bears. Go ahead, give your Bears. <laughs> like, go ahead. Are we even asking this question? What do you mean? Of course, it's the Chicago Bears. Um, first of all, I would lose my shit if we were able to get Russell Wilson. First of all, Russell Wilson is my favorite quarterback. That but is, you all yeah. know, I'm. Uh, I was going to say, Ken, you might legally change your name to Russell Wilson is cold. <laughs> Damn, here. <laughs> Yo, man, I'm, I'm, man. The whole day. Uh, every throw you make, I'm like, dog, Russell Wilson cold, bro. Like, I want to, man, I lose yeah. my shit. But, I, I mean, 
right now, like last year, we watched him literally run for his entire life. The whole fucking season, he was running. Wasn't he doing in Chicago? No. Nah. No, we, our line is decent. We just had a lot of injuries on our line this year. Yeah, like, eh. That line ain't bad. Our line like, is eh. not bad. It ain't shaky, Seattle shaky, bad. Love, it, ain't, it ain't Seattle bad. Our line is it decent. Ain't that far off. <laughs> we, we got a run game, bro. Like, come on, Chicago's a great city. We'll make sure you're good, man. So, you know, if they don't take care of you over there, might as well come to Chicago, man. We'll take good care of you. I mean, yeah. I don't know how likely it is for y'all to, like of the other teams mm-hmm. that he listed. I'm not how I'm not sure how likely y'all would be to get it. Y'all ain't got that high of a draft pick this season. Yeah, I mean it's a little pipe dream, but it's something there. I mean he's black quarterback, he ain't going over there. But I mean he he named Chicago. Yeah. So if y'all GM I mean, ain't we over in the there, he at least <laughs> right. thinking about us, you know. Right. It ain't like Chicago said, pick us, like Russ said Chicago. So it's something that is something to consider. Indeed. I don't think that Chicago is the least likely team. Now, I think that is Dallas. I don't see him going to, like that. Don't even make sense to me. Like the they would, they would probably just resign Dak. But I just, I just don't, I don't see it. Everything I've seen says like the Cowboys, they, they want Dak still. He's been doing well with his recovery. I just, I don't see he would Russ be a monster in Dallas. In Dallas he would be a monster. That receiving core. And then he got Elliott over there. Like, Russ with them three receivers would be ridiculous. Dallas would work on getting that line back just for Russ. If they got Russ, they would definitely try to get that line back together. Because it ain't the same old Dallas Cowboys line that we were used to dominating all the time. But they had a lot of injuries and retirements, so they need to get that back. But the offensive weapons they have with Russ would be wild. I mean, they still get Mike McCarthy, so... Don't forget that part. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget. Cap all the weapons in the world, man. Best quarterback in single back league history. So <laughs> 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 play that shit. place. No motion. He was upset with Pete Carroll. Hmm. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> now, speaking of coaches, you got the Raiders. Uh Gruden and Russ. So slim Mike McCarthy. <laughs> but at least the Raiders could send back Derek Carr. Like that's 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 the best quarterback option you're gonna get from the four teams that he listed. And they got I mean, one of the best Dak. offensive lines in the league too. Dak ain't an option for real. Dak don't. I count. mean, if they if, if if Dallas can swoop in and get Russell Wilson, I'm pretty sure you know hey. they would then be moving on from Dak. And it's like, hey, if you can do the signing trade or. However, this work. I don't know if that's legal in the NFL, but things change. But everything I saw said they they want Dak. Like that's what I saw. Like they want Dak. I could see if like, Until the contract. Russell Wilson. <laughs> right. what I'm saying like if the contract negotiation. So wait, so y'all all agree that you would rather have Russ over Dak? Yes, I mean, yeah. As a yes. player, yes, I would prefer Russ over. Still to this day, right now, if you ask today, yes, yes, I would take and, Russ. And if I was Seattle and I'm looking at, okay, what am I going to get back for Russ? Like Dak would be the best option as a return. You're banking on Dak coming back healthy. It's still better than Derek Carr or Mitchell Trubisky. Like I don't like. <laughs> he ain't even an option. He ain't even signed. Right. Like, yeah, signed. I'm just saying. Like what? What? Uh, you know, if you're gonna go the Jared Goff route, where you need just like somebody to replace the quarterback that you trade now. You know, I guess it depends on what Dallas will want in that situation because Dak is younger. <laughs> uh, you'd be able to have him a little bit longer. He's he's a great quarterback. Like I don't. 
I don't think that the step from Dak to Russ is that great where you're like, it changes the whole fortune of my franchise. Like they're comparable enough to me. And Dak is younger that I personally would rather have Dak in Dallas, but that's, that's just me. But again, if you're, if you're sitting here saying we want a championship this year, right now, then, then Russ makes some sense. Okay. So I'm going to throw it back on you, Camille. So you say for 2021 season, you're going to rush. For 21, 22, and 23, you prefer that? I'd rather have that. Okay. Okay. And it's not as, again, these are two great quarterbacks. It's not a knock on Russ or anything like that. It's just I'm generally going to go with the younger guy. Even though the younger guy is coming off a major injury. Yeah, because uh, Russ is, what, 30, what, 30, 32, 33, somewhere in there? Somewhere in there. And he's also a – is he that? Is he old? 30? Yeah, I know he's yeah, north yeah, of 30, he's a, but I – 32. Like he that. is 32. He turns 33 this season. And Dak is 27. So that's a, that's a six-year gap right there. And, yeah, Dak had that terrible injury. But, again, I'm going to just – I'm going to trust in the, in the, in the technology and in, in medicine and science that he's going to be okay. Based, this is, again, based on what I've seen. Everything is saying he's healing. He's healing fine. He should be good to go. Wait, how are you going to give Russ an extra year and then not give Dak the extra year? Because <laughs> Dak's birthday before Russ is – Oh, is it? What's his so it's a, a five-year difference. Oh, okay. Okay. Five years. Then. And, I mean, like, quarterbacks are playing into their 40s now, so it's not like, you know. They are. On a uh, down slope. But there's no telling when a quarterback's decline is going to come. You can't guarantee that everybody's going to play into their 40, and everyone who starts playing as they get older does not look the same. Like, everybody ain't doing what Tom Brady doing. Like, we saw how, how Breeze went out. We saw how – Rivers I mean, that was breathed like this year and maybe a little bit last year. We even but saw like, he played into his 40. You know, yeah, like he, he played yeah. good until 38, 39. So, Missing Peyton in his duck <laughs> arm. I'm up. They won him a title. You know what I mean? Like, so. Hey, he was serviceable hey, enough um, for that defense right. to do their job. But um, that that ain't what would be the case in Dallas. Like, they got the off. Like, they're going to put up some points. Like, their defense. They got some pieces on their defense for sure. They have terrible injury luck in Dallas. I'm not sure mm-hmm. what exactly that is, but their defense again, never help. Jerry Jones, Jerry Jones, always <laughs> told, you know, they ain't got no corners. They ain't got no DBs. Bill comes due. I, I I just don't know about that one, but yeah, Raiders and the Saints. Honestly, if you want the championship, the, though, the Saints is the one. That's the one. That's Wait. the one you go to. Ooh, he got a receiving back and Alvin Kamara, but he can also he's just a flat out cold ass running back. And you got the mention, best wide receiver, or allegedly. Did we talk about that one here about uh, Tom Brady saying like he would have went to New Orleans if Drew had retired last year? Uh-uh. Did y'all see that? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Well, it came across sense. my timeline over the last week. Yeah, so it's like, damn, that, that would have been salt in the wound <laughs> if I was a Saints fan. Like, damn, we had to sit through another year of Drew Brees, and we could have had Tom Brady. We could have had a chip. <laughs> we could have had a chip. <laughs> And they got an offensive line now. in New Orleans, so. Mm. And that probably means you would have brought in Grant because he should be a package yeah. deal. AB yeah. probably would have came too. Like, like I said, they got one of the best offensive lines, so they he still would have had all he'd have had all day. Yeah, we'll see what happens. As as we said, none of us really think that he is going to get traded, but it's something to monitor. Every other team in the NFL is certainly sitting here like we can start his pot up a little bit more if you want us to because <laughs> we want our shot. Yeah, well, shit, now that I think about it, like, shouldn't New Orleans be the prime candidate to try to get in on, like, Deshaun Watson? 
Like, I know they don't have, like, a, you know, but, like, if you want to, you know, go the NBA route where you just, like, throw in all your first-round picks for the next couple of years, like, that should be enough to at least, you know, tempt the pot. Yeah. And they, but they have some cap problems, too. Uh, they would have to throw in a player probably in addition, like, a, a good one, a, a pretty good player. So, what if they had to give up Michael Thomas? Man. Well, I mean, I guess I'm thinking of it like if they if they're if it's feasible for them to get in on Russell Wilson, like it should be feasible for them to get in on like cap wise, like they should be able to make it work. Right. Well, I mean, we should say the, they didn't put their bid in. That was Russ right. just saying. Right. Like, right. You know, I, mean, I mean, I guess if we're if we're discussing them as a possible Russell Wilson destination, then you would think that there's at least doing their research to get there. Yeah. Yeah. And plus, yeah. technically, they don't too often throw in multiple players being exchanged in trade mm-hmm. deals in the NFL, well, it, mostly picks. Right. But I mean, like if, for cap reasons, Camille was saying like they would have to throw in a player just yeah. to That's what I'm saying. Yeah. how much. When I was have. reading about the possibility of them getting Russ, it was talking about, they would probably have to throw in like Thomas or Kamara or Lattimore or someone else. It, in addition to the draft picks to absorb Wilson's cap hit. Because he's getting paid. The bit he's getting paid real quarterback dollars. So, I mean, it depends on what you yeah, want. We'll see what happens. <laughs> they, wouldn't, they wouldn't give up none of that for us. If I was a GM, I wouldn't give up none of that for us. Because, I mean, you, I already... After the year Michael Thomas up. just had? Right, I was say, with anybody, Michael Thomas, I'd be like, look. <laughs> like, we made it to NC Championship game or second round, no, uh, second round of playoffs with a zero from Michael Thomas all year. Like, He's expendable. He didn't play most of the year, too. That's, That's what I'm saying. He was a zero all year. Like, they didn't get shit for the entire yeah. season. So they saw what life could be like without him. Exactly. So, uh, we'll see. We'll mm-hmm. see what happens. The Nets, they announced that Kevin Durant, who was named starter and team captain, is going to be out through the All-Star break with a strain hamstring. That being said, they needed an injury replacement for Durant on the team. And the commish chose DeMontis Sabonis. Just really. Sabonis over Middleton, fam. Like, I get it. You're trying to make sure the Pacers got somebody in the playoff race. But honestly, everybody's in the playoff race in the East outside of, like, the Pistons. So, I mean, whatever. Because Durant will not be playing, Jason Tatum will move into that starting spot because he was the highest ranking forward amongst the reserves. So I think if he ain't playing, he shouldn't be the captain anymore. So he shouldn't get the big team, but that's just me. Why do you feel that way? Because if you, if you name a replacement for all that other shit, like why is it still, why is it still team Durant? If team Durant ain't playing. Cause he still earned the honor. That's how I feel about Like he earned the, he honor. Earned the honor of being an all-star too. Like, but he hurt. He can't change that part. <laughs> like if he wasn't hurt, he'd be there, but he is. So he can't. Like I don't like, think you strip. You don't strip away his 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 thrills and his a, giggle. Yeah, like accomplishment. That. Like that's just the way they, they yeah, keep him involved in the game. <laughs> Aaron got no love for Brooklyn. No love for Brooklyn. Take all that shit. <laughs> yeah, also fuck Brooklyn. But no, like Captain Giannis should be a thing. Giannis had his had his had his. Uh, actually, he's trash Giannis. at picking teams. So never mind. Yeah, but I I, I mean. Because they passed over Giannis and like the media not really fucking with Giannis no more. They gonna have to be if he keep playing the way he is. He gonna make them talk about him. Duh. Like monster. 
Oh, that's all I was gonna say. So I had a uh, this is gonna be an on-air revolution, I guess. Revelation, whatever. But I was like, <laughs> we talk about the Bucks and shit like that, and then we try to give you know LA some shine a little bit because you know uh, Ken and 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 Dooch, but. <clears throat> Fucking media don't get walking no motherfucking love, so we gonna get our shit off from here on out. I'm saying, I'm, I'm fucking tired of this shit. We be busting niggas ass. While we sitting there going there and slitzing the Shannon Sharp and motherfucking Skip, and them motherfuckers talking more about how Paul George them ass than the ass that got whooped by Milwaukee. We whooped their ass. We bust their ass in that damn game. It was a good ass game. It's good ass game. You know what they did? All they did was talk about LA. All they did was talk about LA. We on the five game winning streak. All they did was talk about who lost. Not who beat them, but who lost. So that's why on this shit here, we get our motherfucking shit off. Because don't nobody talk about us, we gonna talk about us. I'm sick of this shit. Hey, they brought that up to Giannis, too. He said, ain't it funny? When we was on a five-game losing streak, we couldn't get... Everybody was talking about fuck up. (laughs) We win five, and no one cares. I just don't see Milwaukee having it this year. You know, they just... They gotta find some other way to figure things out in Milwaukee during the five-game L. But what about... 10 of the last 15. Hey, honestly, like, I used to feel that way. Like, on our rise, like, nobody talked about us at all. Then they started talking about us, and I realized, these motherfuckers don't know what they're talking about. So, (laughs) I would prefer that they just, you know, let them sleep. I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't want to hear Charles Barkley try to talk about, you know, the intricacies of the Bucks defense when he watches, like, half of a game when they happen to play on TNT. Like, I'll pass. I'm good. In the back of college basketball. And most of the shit they say, like, it's usually negative when they talk about us on national TV anyways. On some goofy shit. You'd be like, what are you talking about? I don't want to hear Shannon Sharp (laughs) pontificate on, you know, the Bucks motion offense. Like, I don't need it. (laughs) Like, it's all surface level uh, conversation. And because it's the Bucks and they just have this preconceived notion, like, it's going to be negative. So, I'd much rather, you know, listen to educated people talk about things that they actually watch and pay attention to as opposed to, you know, popular names on national television pulling shit out of their ass. Like, Chris Webber has called at least six games of the Bucks this year and still thinks that terrible. the national is younger than Giannis. Like, that's <laughs> Marv too. Research. <laughs> like, it was painful trying to hear Marv Albert run down Giannis's brothers, like he had no idea what he was talking about. He called Sam Merrill DJ Wilson. Yep. How? I Sam don't know. Merrill like Sam Smith. Like <laughs> <laughs> why? How? He caught the five and the fifteen and looked at his roster. It's like, oh, this must be DJ Wilson. I, I look. So that's what I'm saying. I, like, yeah, I don't I need. With Eric. I don't need the attention because it's always going to be like. Uninformed. So, and I mean, honestly, to be fair as well, like the Bucks crapped the bed in the last two playoff series. So, we've already seen regular season only mean so much. So, Mm -hmm. I also understand why they're not talking about the Bucks like that. It does not bother me in the least bit. I just listen to the smart basketball heads, the people who are breaking down film and and really watching basketball. Like, I have a whole NBA beat list on my Twitter where I keep up with like what are what are they saying about these teams because. As Eric pointed out, they actually watch and pay attention. But the NBA released its schedule for the second half of the regular season. They did that on the jump on ESPN. 
And the NBA is ambitious. They said that they want all 30 teams to play 72 games, regardless of what's happening with this pandemic stuff going on. So the way that they tried to set it up initially was that each team would play 37 or 38 games across the first half of the season. But as we know, mm-hmm. lots of games have been canceled. <laughs> So there is going to be no such equity in the second half of the schedule because they want you to play your games regardless of such. So mm-hmm. it makes sense. Like the first night back, you got the Wizards, the Grizzlies playing each other, and then you got the Spurs and the Mavericks. And all of those teams have been impacted by COVID. Right now you got the Raptors going through their thing where they don't have like half their coaching staff and half their team, but they still playing they will probably have to make up some games too. I'm not exactly sure when they're going to throw that in there, but... Y'all going to get these games in. We'll see. They're originally scheduled to play 36 games in 67, but they might have to... It's going to be a couple extra for their, for them too. And one thing that is cool about the second half of the schedule is that every team is scheduled to play on the last day of the season, which does not happen that often. So we're going to have 15 games, <laughs> COVID <laughs> willing. That's interesting. <laughs> On May 16th. So, well, it's shit. The way this season is going, it's going to come down to that damn last day for most of these teams. <laughs> Everybody within the damn game of each other. You trip and, and fall, you down from fourth to ninth. Like, damn. <laughs> yeah, and you got the playing stuff, too. Yeah. Like, you, you may need that last day. They try to turn this into the MLB and shit. <laughs> uh, breaking all star news the three point contest participants are Steph Curry, Devin Booker, Donovan Mitchell, Jalen Brown. Zach Levine and Jason Tatum. Okay. Mm. I saw that Dame was like, no, thank you. <laughs> I don't blame him because uh, I'm trying to rest. <laughs> rest reason. Yeah, you know. Chill. The slam dunk contest participants are Anthony Simons, Cassius Stanley, and Obi Toppin. So they only got three. Damn. Ooh, and they all young dudes who casual fans do not know. Nope. Oh, uh, yeah. Those have time. I mean, they got to they gotta cut the show a little short, like you said. It's... Mm-hmm. It's halftime. Like right, so y'all got one round, bro. Let's see. <laughs> you got one chance. Think, like looking at this, I would flip flop it. Like I would make the dunk contest in the pre-show, and I make the three-point contest the halftime show because you actually have stars in three-point contest. They, they do, but they can't do that because a lot of those dudes are playing in the game. Playing the so it, it, that's mm. a that's an unfair right. Like, like like I mentioned before, like you get tired in the game. Yeah, yeah you, get tired. <laughs> you get tired shooting all them threes. You don't need a chance to rest before you have to go out there and play again. So that's why they got the young the young dudes <laughs> at halftime. Like, y'all go on head out there while we uh, <laughs> so chill. They, they couldn't have did this shit on Friday, huh? And no. Not they're trying to cut down the amount of time that they have all these people together. Mm-hmm. Um, and the skills contest is Luka, Chris Paul, Vucevic, Sabonis, Julius Randle, and Robert Covington. So all all outside of Covington. Yeah, but he's a HBCU alum, so they tried to get him in because of the uh, charity tie-in. Oh, I got you. At first, I was like, Atlanta? And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Okay, I got you, for sure. Yeah. All right, well, I'll I'll be watching. Um, They have a captive audience. (laughs) (laughs) So... It is heading into all-star break. We normally do some check-ins on the standings and just our teams in general quarterly throughout the season. So halfway point, pretty much. I'm going to ask you first, Ken, Mm -hmm. 
how you feeling about your Lakers? Y'all caught some some of that heat that Milwaukee caught when we had our little losing mm-hmm. They yeah, were sitting here. here. <laughs> <laughs> they were sitting here calling LeBron all kinds of stuff. But at least, like, people mentioned the fact that Anthony Davis ain't playing. Like, it's like they saw a five-game losing streak and nobody mentioned Drew Holiday was out for At all! Like, None. I get it. No excuses. But it's like, okay, but that's context. Like, that kind of explains, like, why people might be struggling. I yeah. feel like they gave the Lakers a little bit more credit because they were also without Schroeder, too. So, it was yeah. like, not only were they missing one, like, they were missing their two and their three. Yeah. And that players, proves so. my point of how important picking him up this offseason was like for real it was he, man he make our offense move um i i'm happy i'm i'm still confident um that we're gonna run it back um ad being out like it hurts but like i do not need him or want him to rush back because we gotta you know we still gotta do this playoff rush so like legit let him rest we go. We go. Be able to pick up. You know, pick up the slack. We still got LeBron. LeBron playing like he's not aging. So Father Time ain't catching up to him. So we got. You know, we just got to keep winning while we can. Um, he be looking tired though. Yeah, yeah. He do be win. He be gas. <laughs> my, my, my man's be gas. But you know, um, Kuzma's been stepping it up too lately. Um, shout out to him. He is still a little too trigger happy. I don't know why he feel like he got the green light like that. But you see, Jordan Clarkson. You like, bro? I want that. Yeah, <laughs> <Kuzma>. <laughs> on the defensive end, Kuzma really has been stepping it up. So, um, shout out to him, the um, dude that we picked up for um, the ten day contract. He's been panning out really well. For I can't think of his name at the top of my head right I now. I didn't even realize y'all had a ten day on y'all. Uh... Yeah, we just picked him up defensive wise. Like he been he been doing his job. Is he a center? He a forward. You talking about the uh, the Damian Jones cat? Yeah. Oh, Damian forward and center. Former Warriors first round pick, Damian Jones. Yeah. So he been he been doing this thing. And I'm I'm happy, man. I'm happy with is, the club. Is uh THT still a thing in LA? Like is, is he still like are people are y'all still crazy about him or, or was that just a flash in the pain? Yeah, like Yeah. I mean he's still serviceable, but he ain't, you know. He ain't what like y'all thought uh, he LeBron, yeah. like they were hyping him up to be. Yeah, exactly. Like he was, like, this man he paid, had at the beginning. He was, you know. He do his thing, but yeah. Hey, how was um just a real quick? How has Wesley Matthews been in LA? He's been consistent, like especially for us, like needing shooters. So he's been stepping it up. Defensive wise, he really he ain't there to do that. He plays like it. Um, That's crazy. That's what he's supposed to be there for. Yeah, he, he has a different. My man is averaging four and a half points a game. We need in the game, so I mean, he just hit key threes when we need him, but. Once again, huh? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Hey, I yeah, one key, one key highlight a game. <laughs> oh, they stand it. Damn, what happened? But Kuzma been stepping. That's why uh, that Kuzma been been doing it. He been hey, getting dang. us that you know our second and third score. So he barely getting more minutes than Gasol. Yikes! Oh, <laughs> Something that you mentioned earlier about Jordan uh, Clarkson and Kuzma, like the baby Lakers are actually like. Now that they've been dispersed amongst the league, like they're actually all playing really well. Like, Clarkson yeah, is probably going to be six man of the year. Kuzma is playing well. Lonzo is shooting the hell out of the ball, at least against the yeah. Bucks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, period. <laughs> Julius Randle is a all star. D'Angelo Russell is a former all star. Uh, Larry Nance is actually playing well in Cleveland. Like, mm-hmm, they actually did a really good job of drafting. Thank they you. just had a shitty coach. <laughs> they couldn't do anything yeah, with him. Didn't do nothing. 
Because look at the one person that's not doing well off of the Lakers, and it's Luke Walton. Like, yeah. oh, shit. And Brandon Ingram. Oh, Brandon Ingram. He had a long leash. Man, Luke Walton might not I don't know if he's gonna make it. You know, he's what? trash. Yo. I would be surprised if he's the coach the first game out of All Star. Like, they are rolling the fuck over on him right now. <laughs> so, real quick, I, even though they got, I know you got a chip with the the uh, the Zion trade, the, or the AD trade, whatever you want to look at it as. They but got imagine, AD, right? But imagine mm-hmm. you still would have Zion. You mm-hmm. would have Ingram. You would have oh, wait, 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 how do you wait, 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 how do you figure who, they would have who, who would have who? Oh wait, no, no, no never mind, never mind. They traded that. I'm sorry. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. We got AD, so we good be. Right. I'm thinking about what regardless of whatever happens, like, we got AD. We're fine. They got what they wanted. Exactly. They That's what we wanted. That's what we needed. So we're good. Um, the saw slow is a big yo. <laughs> I was like, man, this dude here, bro. We might, man, we might as well got got his brother too. Then, if we was gonna do some shit like that, that's why he uh, ain't that why he couldn't play here. Who, yeah. Paul? Who, Paul Gasol? Oh, Paul, like his Paul brother had the hurt. same issue. Paul, was, Paul was hurt when he was in yeah, Milwaukee. I'm pretty sure he only seen it for like ten seconds. <laughs> like Mark, Mark Gasol can still give you like a couple quality minutes, like against yeah. the opponent, but. Playoffs, in the playoffs, it's gonna pan out good. But right, right now, it's just they ain't get him for the regular season. Yeah, exactly. We got him for playoffs, so we I'm I'm fine with it. But he's he's slow as shit. <laughs> yeah, uh, as a Bucks fan, we watch Brook Lopez. Uh, we understand what a slow a slow big <laughs> look like. So I, I feel your pain <laughs> on he's that one. In the lanes. <laughs> Then he Another, goes, yeah. Fuck it, with a ball. Fuck it bro. That's yeah. He also <laughs> flourished once he left the Lakers. So fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, what <won't> fuck. <laughs> yeah, fuck him too. <laughs> but on topic of Brooke, I'm cool with where the Bucks are. I mentioned before the season started that I felt as if this team was going to have a lot of uh, learning curves. Like it was going to be some bumps in the road. I did not expect this regular season to play out as the past two have, where they kind of run through given the fact that they had such a high turnover with players who actually contributed minutes. Like I know we only lost, uh, we lost Wes out of our starters, but it's like. And Blair. And Blair, but it's also like we lost Giorgio who played a lot of minutes for the Bucks, And honestly, if we had George Hill on our team instead of DJ Augustine, I would feel I would be like, we finals guaranteed with it. But since we don't, I'm not gonna say all that. <laughs> but I will say I like what they're what they're building. I like how comfortable Giannis is starting to look in the system now. Like he admitted at the beginning of the season, like I don't, I'm still figuring my, my space now. I'm not used to having somebody in that dunker spot. Like you kind of in my way a little bit, so I need to figure out how I'm supposed to navigate all this. Drew Holiday has been a great pickup. He's been what I thought he would be. Um, so I'm hoping that after his bout with COVID, you know, he's healing up well. He's he's okay. I've heard some players saying like they have some stamina problems or they just they just don't necessarily feel right. I mean, I look at uh, what's the, the Curry, uh, Seth, mm-hmm. and and Philly. He was like they were. I think Doc says since he came back from COVID, like he just he had. Yeah, like he's not consistent. Like it's one night he's gonna look like himself, and then you'll get nothing. And then the next night, it just it's, it's hard to tell. So Tatum said that he still doesn't have his win fully back, and that was months ago. So mm-hmm. 
Mm. Like it's so, yeah, it's real. But I'm I'm happy with where the Bucks are at this moment. Brooklyn's looking great for sure, for sure. But I like our chances against Brooklyn in the seven game series. I know that might sound crazy to some people outside, but <laughs> I do. I think we match up well with Brooklyn. Um, and we can, we can score. The Bucks are doing something a little bit yeah. different. Like they're scoring well in the half court, which is something that wasn't necessarily a strength of theirs before. I like that. I like how Chris has been looking. Dante is seeming to gain some more confidence. That might be the best trade that never happened with, <laughs> with Dante. So me personally, I'm cool with the Bucks and where they're at right now. I'm cool with nobody really talking about us. I'm cool with them switching up the scheme a little bit, trying different things on defense. They'll throw out five different looks in one game. And I'm like, oh, is that a zone? Mm -hmm. Oh, you switching. Oh, back to the drop scheme. Okay, I see what y'all see all out here. But it's been been fine. It's been fine. I've been watching the games differently, as I mentioned, the past two regular seasons. Did not lead to the playoff performance I was looking for. So I've been watching the games a little bit more, trying to see what looks transferable to the playoffs. And I think that this Bucks team has a lot more that work will work when the game slows down than past year's teams. I definitely agree with you on that. Did that the fun part about watching this team this year has been the little tweaks and changes and the sets that's been inserted and how you at the beginning of the year, we like, dude, what the fuck are they doing? Because they run the same set. Like, dude, what the fuck are they doing? Like, Giannis and uh, Brandon is one of mine that I like is when they have the little screen at the uh, free throw line. Like, we seen games where they would just keep running and everybody like, what the fuck are they doing? Now it's kind of like, okay, if he needs to get to that spot randomly, it's muscle memory. Like, it's, it's slowly coming together and slowly looking like everything, because we can switch so many sets and throw so many things at us, that it, that's been my fun it, with watching this team grow. So I do, I feel more confident about this team. Like you said, in the playoffs this year than I had last year, honestly. Well, shit, actually last year, I thought we was going to win this year. Let I me mean, not say that. I'm I thought very, we were going to win two years. I'm more confident <laughs> than I was at the beginning of this year with this squad. So I always liked our team, but the more they, the more I'm seeing with them and the more growth they're doing and the more like, hell, Giannis will had like seven, seven, eight free throws the other night when he had 38 against the uh, Clippers. Oh, his free throw percentages has, been been great right but he's not even like it's not like he's getting 12 to 15 to 17 free throws and getting 30 some points he's scoring from no, he three had, points. no he's, he's had a couple games where he had like 19 18 free throws like he's had some big some big free throw games well in the instance that i'm using for the clippers game he didn't have a ton of them <laughs> but he was still hitting threes and he was still he was scoring from all over the place from different sets from different looks so that's been a, a good thing that i've been watching with the bucks as well um i love chris middleton's game absolutely fucking love chris middleton's game though um but yeah i like the squad uh, drew holiday is probably <laughs> i like when he gets it with a smaller guard like he immediately put him in the post like all right come on little dog let, let me get him about here real quick yeah, man, down here. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's just fun to watch they they're, they're a nice squad i like them and shout out to Brent Forbes before uh, Eric. I just wanted to say that too. I'm a fucking shooter. Shop shooter. To your point, um, and Giannis has kind of let it slip a little bit if you read between lines of his comments, but they're looking at these games as practice. Like they don't get much practice time. They're integrating, integrating a bunch of new players. Um, so I think winning games is important, but it's kind of secondary to building a foundation and getting your shit right so that you can be ready for the playoffs. So 
but it looks like they're just like switching indiscriminately and they don't know what they're doing. Like don't freak out because they're learning <laughs> how to do it. You know what I mean? Like the only way you get better at doing something is by practicing it and seeing that you can't practice it in practice. You got to practice it in games and there's going to be hiccups. So like, I'm not concerned about like that type of stuff. The versatility on defense is great, but I also wish that they would kind of, you know, implement that on offense as well. Like, I think that, you know, changing up the system and changing where you attack from is great, but if you're spending the entire year instilling, like, okay, this is where we're attacking from now, like, you still have all that shit on tape where teams can figure out, like, okay, you know, how are we going to set up to stop this in the playoffs? So, like, I don't know how – the problem is, like, Bud doesn't run plays. Like, he kind of just puts people in positions and kind of lets them play from there. So – like maybe a little bit more structure on offense would be beneficial, but you know, taking wins where you can get them. <laughs> um, like hopefully that comes later on. Uh, I mean, overall, like I'm I'm happy with it. Like I've losing Drew for three weeks kind of exposed like how much depth they've lost, um, mm-hmm. and that their margin for error is a little bit greater, um, especially since a lot of people that they brought in aren't good. Defenders, um, like that's the thing. (laughs) Like, unless they're outscoring people, let's put it this way: if the bench is all shooting poorly, they're dead. Whereas years past, like their defense on the bench was so good. Like, even if they weren't knocking down shots, like they scored enough to keep them on track and keep them afloat Mm -hmm. until the starters got back in. But like, it's like now where it's like if you don't have Giannis and or Chris or Drew in the game at a time, like, and the people aren't just like shooting their asses off. Like, it is, <laughs> it's, it's rough. Yeah, it's, it's rough. rough. Um, but yeah, all in all, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with where they are. Um, I was listening to the Low Post yesterday, and they were talking about um, aging superstars, and they brought up the fact that, you know, Blake Griffin's more than likely going to get bought out because nobody's trading for him. Mm-hmm. And they brought up Milwaukee as a destination. Now, because the Bucks have played the Pistons like a million times this year, like I've seen Blake and he's not right, that's I'm like, like oh. <laughs> but at the same time, they, they brought up that that's because the Pistons are asking him to do things that he, he physically can't do anymore. And like maybe he'll be putting him in a different situation will allow him to play differently. That's a very, <laughs> that's a very <laughs> politically correct way of saying like he'll probably try a little bit more once he gets into it. <laughs> he's tired of being there. He'll have people like that can cover for him that are yeah. like Isaiah Stewart and Oof. Jordan Brown or whoever is <laughs> backing up in Detroit. So like from a basketball IQ standpoint and just giving them another creator, like I wouldn't mind it just because like we're giving minutes to you know the and. Hey, the NASA's been, been, been a little spark. He, he got all he the energy. Spark, but at the same now, time, like, are, do you want to see him in the second round of playoffs? Like, now, that's the playoff time. Is he playoff time? Hey, look, if I get playoff time, listen, <laughs> from the NASA's playoff the nasty, let me get that, man. Let me get that. Mm-hmm. Playoff the nasty. That's what Mark <laughs> John to be on the commentary. The nasty. <laughs> it fits because his brothers are free. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, listen, they got something going there. They, that's a porno some series right there. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's terrible. One of the whole costas. 
He ain't on our team right now. We got we ain't got working on that. Yeah, we ain't taking it right to the hole. Hey, yo! The nasty Greek freak taking it right to the hole. Right to the hole. That's what goes up. Oh, backdoor action. Doris Burke was talking about how hard Giannis came on uh, She she did. It's not it's not just when you come, it's how hard you come. I was like, I get what you're saying, Doris. I see you you get a little excited, some (laughs) bucks. But one last thing I want to say about the Bucks too is uh, just minute allocation, thinking about the minutes that uh, Eric mentioned. One thing that drove me crazy in the playoff with the Bucks in the years past is that I felt like Bud did not run Giannis, Chris, and Bled as much as I wanted him to. Like play your starters some real minutes now. Like you rushed them in the in the regular season to keep them healthy for what? <laughs> the playoffs, right? Now play them. Mm-hmm. So one thing I have liked is that they have increased their minutes. Like Giannis almost played 40 minutes against the Clippers. And he mm-hmm. he looked tired at the end. But not as tired as he was looking at the beginning of the season when he was just starting oh, to play. Shoulders be like, this only be breathing this shit. <laughs> like, he's flying away. I'm like, damn, he tired as motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> like, to get that cardio up, they got to play some more minutes in the regular season. And you're seeing Yee! that. And if this is going to be a team that's leaning on those three stars to do it, like, I am happy that they're working on getting their conditioning right for them to be able to do that in the playoffs. And that they get used to having that minute, that minute load on their shoulders. So that's on. one thing I'm looking for. You, you got to because outside, like the, the the top three dogs on the Bucks, that's how you went. <laughs> they got the most minutes. Uh, Giannis got thirty four, Chris got thirty three, and Drew got thirty one point eight, and then Brooke is number four with twenty seven. Yeah, and, and Brooke is going to be one of those guys. I think in the playoffs, that's situational. I'm hoping situational, like, but we'll see. We'll see. I'm ha- I'm not I'm not mad about where the team is at right now. <laughs> Slow Brook. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Were there any other teams that y'all want to talk about real quick before we move into the fact that baseball is is here? Any um, other teams surprising you? Let's real quick. Um, Let's Charlie, go. Let's go. Um, y'all know how much, you know, me and Camille, ourselves love uh, love <laughs> our boy Ball. But I wasn't <laughs> a team, actually. You love your boy like, Ball. Boy, Jesus Christ. I wasn't, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting um, – them to be this good. No. I mean, and, and it's, it's funny because it's like Terry Rozier is actually like scary Terry again, which yeah. did not expect. Gordon like, Hayward is, is playing. Like how he used to be playing. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, he's, I don't, I don't, like yeah, if, I that's how he going to be. Like, good job. I know y'all listen to like, Charlotte. Y'all out here. And, and starter mellow has been different. And yeah. It's it's fun. Is he watching more confident now, man? He just for real pooping. Like he ain't like trying to overthink nothing. He's just out there just balling and just doing what he do. Just making plays. What hmm. it's called. He's, t- he's talented. He is talent. Like he oh. has a gift. He has yeah. a gift. Like the way he's able to see the floor and make some of the passes yeah. that he makes, like he's he cold. he has a gift. And he's shooting over thirty five percent from three, which I wasn't sure if he'd be able to do because he was kind of inconsistent when he was in Australia, but mm-hmm. He he's you putting in that work. He's looking like he's gonna be something special, and I'm so happy yeah, to see it. Like, it is, it is for real. I'm loving every minute of it. It is so fun huh. to watch him play. Like as a starter, I need to find his starter bench splits. Like, but he as a starter, he has been putting up some some mad numbers. 
I hear you. I hear you. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just trying to see if I can find the splits for you. But yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they 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 didn't. Uh, oh yeah, right as now. a as a starter, he's averaging about twenty one point seven assists, six rebounds. <laughs> hmm. That's rookie of the year, B. He stay healthy. Stay focused. Shooting forty three percent from the three <laughs> as a starter. 86% from the free throw line. They mess around, make that push for the, you know, in the playoff time, too. Man. They're going to be, it's currently funny. They're eighth. Oh, go ahead, Eric. I was just saying, currently they're eighth, but yeah. to be fair, so like, that push? fourth place and tenth place is separated by a game and a half. Yeah. <laughs> so, and on top of that, too, like, you're just trying to finish top ten. Like, you want yeah. a shot to be able to get into that play-in. Yeah. Exactly. And Charlotte should be there. With with the Knicks, baby. <laughs> Fucking Knicks in fourth. <laughs> <laughs> That's not gonna last too much longer. Uh, they got some. They got some. Like they, they got some pieces for sure. Randall's hooping, but from what I've been seeing, they got some some good luck as well in New York. Yeah. They've had some great so, luck. Yeah, their shooting luck is like super outlier. Like <laughs> uh, opponents shooting from three, which isn't really affected by your defense all that much. Um, is basically pro- it's not propping up their defense like their defense is good by itself, mm-hmm. but it's being propelled to like the second best defense in the league based on shooting luck. Like wide open threes, I think teams are hitting like twenty something percent. Which to give you a comparison, the Lakers have the number one defense and their three open three point defense is like forty five percent. So <laughs> you know what I mean? So. There is some regression coming for the Knicks, and they have, like, the third hardest schedule mm-hmm. in the back half of the year. Um, but, I, I mean, like, I think that the Knicks should be happy with where they're at. Like, this year wasn't necessarily about, like, being fourth in the East. It was about, like, instilling a new culture and, mm-hmm. you know, setting yourself up for the future. So, I, I think by that, like, regardless of how – you know, what the wins and losses are by the end of the season. I think that this year is a win if they can keep on the current trajectory, just like culture wise and get people to play hard and mm-hmm. build that foundation basically like the Nets did for the last five years that led to them getting the free agents that they did. Yeah. Because it's about like being, things. Exactly. It's about being it's about being competent. It's about being like a professional organization. It's about, you know, being a place that players want to come and play at. And like the bar for the Knicks is so low. Like, like if you just showed me that like you won't be a fucking circus if I come there, like they can get so many players just still off of being the Knicks. Garden. Yeah, it's still the Knicks. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, it's, it's still it's still the Garden. It still yeah. is what it is. But yeah. baseball. Be- so spring training back. Um, I know a lot of people or a lot of baseball fans have been waiting for this to return. So happy days for all who have been waiting for baseball to be back. I've been, I haven't been able to catch a spring training game yet for the Brewers, but I've been seeing the results and we've been smacking motherfuckers down there. Yeah. Hope I get the, I don't, I, for the last few years, I've always had the Brewers score alerts hit my phone. So like after every run, I, I'm like, Oh, I can know how they're doing. I might not mm-hmm. watch them all the time, but I want to know how they're doing. Mm-hmm. So, um, hey. <laughs> You said yeah, they, well, lost today. they lost today. Yeah, they lost today. today. I think that was their first. I feel like that was their first L for spring training, but I could be wrong. Um, like their first game? No, they, no, they played playing. like three or four. <laughs> yeah, they've been because okay. one of our pitchers is three and zero. 
um, already. <laughs> like they've been playing. Um, but no, uh, another thing I know we were talking about Fernando Tatis uh, contract last week. So some of the uh, perks of his contract kind of came out. I figured it might be a little fun thing. Um, so Fernando Tatis has uh, full no trade provisions through 2028 as part of his $330 million 14 year contract. However, after that, he can block the ability to be trade to 13 teams for the remainder of the deal. However, the 22-year-old has already two years of his major league uh, service, so he would be required to get that right. He can get it after 2020, uh, 2028. Uh, his contract costs for $10 signing bonus payable within 30 days of the approval of the contract by the commissioner's office and a $1 million salary this year. So he's only getting paid a mil this year. Uh, he gets Wait. $5 million in 2022, $7 I'm telling you his contract. He's, get, he's only getting paid $1 million this year. He's getting paid $5 million in 2022, $7 million in 2023, and $11 million in 2024. Those are the three seasons he would have been eligible for arbitration. Then he receives $20 million each year in 2025 and 2026. First two seasons after he will become eligible for free agency, 25 mil a piece in 2027 and 2028, and then 36 million in each mm. of the final six seasons. So um, that's, I mean, they, they backloaded the shit out of that contract, but he also gets a hotel suite on all road trips <laughs> and, <laughs> and the right to purchase a premium luxury seat and four of the best available premium season tickets for all Padres home games. So I'm like, okay, that's nice. I, mean, I ain't never sleeping so nowhere. I ain't, I ain't, no dusty places, nothing. So they gave him season tickets as well? Right. Like, the, just, the best season tickets. And then you, get, you get the presidential suite. Yeah, you get the presidential one every way on the road. all here. Your you teammates going to be sitting there like, bro. <laughs> I mean, he's 22. He, he, is, 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 he, is he married? Is he married? Is he single? If he's single, yeah, sweet. Get the presidential sweet. He right. He gonna be having some. It's gonna be a different fall at every game. Hey, God, the God gonna be outside the door. <laughs> <laughs> Come aboard, uh. right? Premium seats too at every game too. Let me sit you right here behind the net, right behind Can the door. This train. No, see, he might get caught that way because then it's gonna be it's gonna be women who know where his seats is at and they're gonna be looking. It might cause problems. He gonna have to play that play that like a P. He gonna have to be <laughs> he gonna have to be real smooth about that. I, I don't think it matters. <laughs> hey, hey, you in the press box? You never know. You never know. I actually but, sat behind like the wives and girlfriends section at a bus game. It wasn't that, it wasn't that salacious. But there is like a, a specific section a section where like people know where to look. Like, okay, who had yeah. who got who got guests at the game today? Or you just play, oh you're right, I exactly. Remember, exactly. Who are you here for today? I remember <laughs> back in the back in the days though, before I before I got married, before a long, long, long time ago. Um, a long time ago. Long, long time ago. Hey, disclaimer. Long, long, long time ago. Long, long time ago. Three bad days. It was, it was some guy I knew who I met, and he was cool with Epe Udo when he played for the Bucks. Uh, and he was like, "My boy Epe gonna give you some tickets. You know, they're gonna be at Will Call, where you can sit in the family section." And I had went after work to the Will Call, and I, I said my name, and he's like, "We ain't got no tickets for you." And I was like, "Damn!" <laughs> 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 oh 
talking about Gino. <laughs> he was like, no, no, for real. I swear, I swear they there. I swear, call. Like, hold on, let me figure this out. I'm gonna figure this out. I swear I got you. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh shit. I had, I had they actually did appear. Like they came later. Okay. Oh. I had already went home. I was like, I, yeah, you fucked up. You had me, you had me out here looking crazy, fam. I, hey, you sit there like a whole paragraph. <laughs> Cussing about the shit. Got me out here looking <laughs> crazy. How you sitting me off? How you sitting me out here off? Outside of Will Call, sitting here like, yeah, uh. He's making me like a bird. Like, damn. Hey, they was like, uh, no. No. Now she know. Now she know what no tickets here for her. Now she know what no tickets for her. I was like, dang. <laughs> dang. I'm going to set her up like that. And then later on, oh, damn, I guess she did have some tickets, huh? Yeah, then I had <laughs> no I definitely had, I definitely had called your wife to my call. See, I'm like, this, this nigga, <laughs> you know what's out here? <laughs> <laughs> and then he could be with the who? That's like some walking shit, dude. Dude sending the chick off. <laughs> he, even, he didn't even shit. live here. He didn't even live here. He just oh, knew that Like, I forget how I even met this. It's a it. Oh, pa- the past was wild. I don't know, fam. I don't that's know, funny. man. But who? The past was wild. That's funny. <laughs> out there looking. How you spell that? How you spell that? <laughs> <laughs> might, it might be under my Twitter hand. It could be. <laughs> that was wild. Uh, uh, hmm. <laughs> the WWE and the A and A and E have announced the premiere dates and full details of a ten-week original programming partnership that's going to start mid-April. They're going to be having a two-hour or having two-hour episodes of their hit biography series focused on different wrestlers. So, the eight wrestlers who we'll hear from are uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, mm-hmm. the Macho Man Randy oh, Savage. Oh yeah! Yeah, do the fingers when you do the oh yeah with Macho Man. <laughs> <laughs> Rowdy Rowdy Piper. Okay. Piper. Booker T. Can you Booker. be? The five time. I'm not gonna say it all five times. You know the deal. Shawn Michaels. <laughs> Shawn Michaels, Heartbreak Kid. You got Bret Hart. You got Mick Foley, and then you got the Ultimate Warrior. Each episode is gonna air at 7 p.m. Central Time, and as I mentioned, it starts mid-April, Sunday, April 18th. Mm-hmm. So, okay. of those wrestlers, which one of those are you looking most forward to? Because um, I like I love um, me a good documentary. And yeah, A&E do does a good job with their biography series. Mm-hmm. Definitely want to watch Stone Cold and Bret Hart because I, I just want to see the, the screw job. Depending on how deep they get with this, how, what happened after, like, the mental and the the backlash from the screw job and shit. Like, like I know we've talked about it and people have mentioned it, but, like, if they're going to go in depth with it, like, mm-hmm. what this, happened with this the This might sound rude. Mm-hmm. But I don't really care about Bret Hart. I never. Like, <laughs> he wasn't that cold to me. That's my hot. Me thing. either. Like Bret Hart was not that cold, like, bro. I don't get it. Like I swear, I don't get it with Bret Hart. Dude was not that cold, bro. From when I was a kid, this is not like a new. This isn't me like yeah. making this up now. Like as a kid, yeah. I was like, I always like, dude, I, he's not yeah, that like, cold. I don't, don't want to watch yeah. dude. Like, Wait. I'm there with y'all too, but I get it. I get it, but I don't so, know how so much more I can learn about Bret Hart. Yeah, fuck him. Huh? No, what? Like, you know what this whole series is, right? Like, this is uh, WWE saw the success of Dark Side of the Ring. They're like, we got to get in on this. Oh, like, sure. <laughs> that's, all, that's all I was saying. Like, we need something that we can control the narrative. Yeah. We, we need a check because we ain't getting no money off of Dark Side of the Ring. Jericho out here spilling all the tea. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know about the motherfuckers? I got it all. I, I know everything. I've been around all of them. Dark side of the ring, they be. That's what made me realize. Like wrestling is like the mafia. Like that. Yeah. Like they, it. it yeah. Like they got codes. If you break the code, you get punished. Like it's a whole it's, other world. Which referee is it? Uh, the screw job referee. He still walked around with a pistol because he was like, I don't trust these people out here. Like they still mad about the screw job back in the nineties. Like, <laughs> he keeps up. He's a referee. He feels like he needs to keep a pistol on him. Three, <laughs> like, <laughs> so to break it up and count to three, my guy. That's all. That's all. That's it. I raise a hand. Like they still like the old school people. Like they still adhere to all that shit. But like people have been exposing the business for like the last thirty years, like consistently. Like you got a fucking sitcom on NBC talking about it's work, it's a shoot, and you know this guy is over and blah blah blah. Like first of all, Young Rock is cold. Like I I, I would recommend it. Like I'm enjoying it so far. But like you have, but then you have like people like Randy Orton and shit getting mad at uh, Soldier Boy on Twitter for talking about wrestling fake. Like. That shit was wild. He that had to rewrite funny. it though a few times because he had nigga in there. <laughs> <laughs> he, had a, he had to rewrite it a few times. He was like, oh shit, he for sure almost let it That's why he, the, the, the dot, dot, dot at the end. <laughs> <laughs> you can fill in the blank if you want to. <laughs> I mean, but Randy got so. Uh, here's my thing about. And you look at his phone like this nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I always think it's funny though that a lot of people who don't really know wrestling always say that it's fake. For one and two, kind of underestimate the actual wrestling. Like yeah. in the in this in this wrestling culture now, especially the WWE, it's littered with MMA fighters. It's yeah. littered with boxers. It's littered with Olympic wrestlers. It's yeah. littered with a bunch of elite athletes, even if they don't even look like it. Hell, even back in the day, remember Rico with the big ass sideburns and shit. That motherfucker was SWAT. He used to be SWAT. Was he really? Yes. I didn't know that. Even if they look like you could whoop their ass, no. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> not in real life. How tall is Soldier Boy? He can't be taller than he probably five, five, six. And, and, I, I hate defending Soldier Boy of all people, but like when people say wrestling is fake, like I don't think that they ever say like, you know, these people aren't really like doing the physical stunts and shit. Like I think it's just like especially like comparing it to the rap game, it's like the beasts are manufactured. Like it's all a show. Yeah. Which you know, which and it's it's, it's semantics in that case because yeah, as, yeah, as, yeah. as a wrestler you, you take offense to that like I am putting my body through hell to entertain these people. Don't say it's fake. Like the outcome are pre is predetermined. Sure. I mean, when they see botched moves, then yeah, they be like, oh man, they really ain't taking this. Like that's when they looking at it. Like oh, they really ain't taking these hits or these bumps or whatever. Like they're like that, trying to. They're trying to not to hurt somebody. They're trying not to hurt each other. But like, if you have somebody put a figure four leg lock on you for real, <laughs> you are I'm going to be in crab. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm telling you immediately. Shit, walls of Jericho. <laughs> the moment my legs cross in that figure four, I'd be like, I'm, no. I'd be like a motherfucker. God damn. <laughs> Stop. Like the sharp. Like but no. Y'all, y'all motherfuckers wrestled in the basement. Y'all know this shit hurt for real. <laughs> man, that's, why, that's why I know. I got rocked bottom on a carpet, and I was hurt. <laughs> I can't imagine Never mind, I already on, know. A, on a wood ring. They ain't got no give. Like, I was no, gonna say, you did that to you, but I already know. I ain't gonna. <laughs> my, it was my. It was my cousin. It was. My I know. Cousin. This was yeah. I already know. Yeah. <laughs> I got stunner and, uh, for real. He'd put you through a table if you'd let him. He would have. He definitely would have. But I, I want to point out. I want to go through a table. Like I want to take the table. Uh, can you want to put Eric through a table? Yeah, I'll be glad gladly. Hey, can we three D that motherfucker? Hey, I don't like the way I said this out. Boy, three. Oh, damn. Damn. 
<laughs> well, let's move on. <laughs> Last week, Kyrie oh. Irving, he put up a picture of a modified NBA logo that had Kobe Bryant in it. And he said, gotta happen. I don't care what anyone says. Black Kings built the league. Vanessa Bryant, Kobe's widow, she was like, oh, I love this. And in the past, Jerry West himself has said, like, it's flattering being a logo. But I really don't like that attention. I don't call myself the logo. And if they want to change it, I'd be cool with that. I wish they would change it. (laughs) (laughs) And it should be pointed out the fact that the NBA has never officially acknowledged that that is Jerry West as the logo. Jerry West receives no royalties, no compensation whatsoever. So if this was to happen where they do make Kobe the logo, we would all know that's Kobe as the logo. Yeah. It's gonna have to be some. It's gonna be some money that needs to be spent. Yeah. She would love that idea. <laughs> <laughs> Those royalty checks. Who you be set you forever? Be set. Yeah. You a logo forever. That's the other thing. Like brand recognition at this point. Like the NBA ain't changing that logo. And yeah. I mean, this it has to be brought up, which I know people don't like to bring up. But Kobe also has the the rape allegations in his past, yeah. and I'm not sure how that would fly from a branding perspective to have somebody with that. And their past on the logo. Kobe as the logo. Yeah, we know what he means to the league. We know mm-hmm. how he's made the change. He made changes later on in his life to kind of uh, be better. That's way to put it. You know what I mean? But it's like it still happened. So mm-hmm. they would still catch some heat for that if they were to make that move. Me personally, awesome. I don't really care about the logo. I, I I don't care about logos like that. But if they actually got momentum for this to happen and they were able to get it done, like do it like i don't i don't care like if we were going to have a logo sure let it be a black man like i'm 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 cool with that yeah. the question becomes like is kobe going to be the black man they choose that's what arguments to start because you know everybody gonna say jordan not everybody jordan, <laughs> not everybody, <laughs> jordan, not everybody. Logo, nigga. i don't need y'all jordan i've been waiting on this <laughs> <laughs> hey, you don't even got to think about it. I got the cash out on up. He go, he go to, he go to rough draft for this shit. Right? <laughs> I got you, man. Oh, Jordan logo already on NBA jerseys. It's already on the Bucks jerseys. On them black jerseys, I was like, oh, I got Jordan. Yeah, everybody's uh, association, whatever, That's like what their third jersey is called. Like that one, all of those have um, statement. All of those have the uh, Jordan logo. Jump man, jump man already in <laughs> he already in the league. Yep. Also, the Jordan brand is building up some nice young uh players for they for their roster. About I just wanted to they need one. to do a better job of creating signature shoes. Like Yes, they do. And I'm not even a shoe head like that, but I don't like only shoe I like mean, from <laughs> I like the why not uh two and threes. I don't know why, but I do. I I like how those look. But other than rise, I'm not really too crazy about any Jordan signature shoes. Because they Jordan like, wear. Yeah, Jordan Brand has had like a lot of young stars come through, like as uh, endorsers for years, and like they just don't do anything well with them. Like Chris Paul is on like his 14th signature shoe, and I wouldn't recognize <laughs> a Chris Paul thing, like if it was in my closet right now. So. They just need like fake Jordan's in my closet. <laughs> <laughs> like Melo has I don't know how many signature shoes. Like in Yeah. Only like yeah. three of them stand out. Like 
So yeah, Jordan's brand just needs to do a better job of designing their shoes. But yeah. they do have they do have a nice little roster. Yeah. Kevin O'Connor of the Ringer mentioned the fact that Kyle Lowry, Kyle, is a Kyle. name to monitor in trade talks. And later on, there was somebody from the Philadelphia Inquirer who reported that apparently Kyle would like to play in Philly. You know, he from there, the area, what, whatnot. But then Laurie's agent came out and was like, we ain't say that. He ain't pushing to go to Philly. We cool. No, we not. It's <laughs> <laughs> mustache. No, it's not. No, it's not. Do y'all like the idea of, of Kyle in, in Philly? Kyle. Kyle? I mean, as a bus man, no. Because... <laughs> I mean, if, if for Philly and for Lowry, like, yeah, if he wants to leave Toronto or if he's not planning to resign there, like, that would make the most sense. Like, that's the one contender. Well, not the one contender, but like, that's a contender that has an obvious hole at point guard that actually has something to trade to make it Toronto worth Toronto's while. Because, like, the most obvious fit, I think, would be the Clippers, but they don't have shit that Toronto would want. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's the game of <laughs> Unless it's, like, PG, like, the rising eleven. So, like, Marcus Morris and Serge Ibaka, like, no. I don't think that would be. Serge Ibaka, I just left y'all niggas. Like, come on. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> Honestly, that was just, like, the third uh, Clipper that I thought of. But, yeah. Yeah. Marcus Morris and, and Reggie Jackson and no first-round picks to trade. Like, that ain't getting it. And that would that would kind of be bittersweet too for for Kyle too to think about it like your last game as a Raptor came in Tampa like mm-hmm. you didn't even get to you know. Be I mean, they were showing so much love whenever they get back to Toronto. Like, yeah, so. that'd be crazy. Like, man, the last time I played, you know, I played for the Raptors. But my last game at home was actually last year. I didn't even get the chance yeah. to say bye to my fans. Right, pre-pandemic. We'll yeah, we'll see though. I, I like the fit of him in. Philly as a basketball fan, as Eric said, as a Bucks fan, I do not do not want that to happen. And I don't care what his agent says. Like, sure, he's probably not pushing for it, but it's like if you trade, it's like Russell Wilson. Like, if you trade me, here's where I want to go. And mm-hmm. Yes, I'm sure Philly is at the very top of the list. Philly might be the list at this point. <laughs> yeah. Speaking, uh, talking about trades and whatnot, though, Alex Smith, he's going to be released by the Washington Football Team. He's not part of their future, as pointed out, I think, on a show a couple weeks ago. We brought up how he said, like, I messed up their plans. Like, they didn't, mm-hmm. they didn't expect me to do anything anyways. But I'm sure they were glad they had him this past season because they right. went 5-1 and one when he was starting. So, he helped them get into the playoffs. At this point, I think Alex Smith is more of a backup if he's looking to continue to play. And I think there's some value in having a backup like Alex Smith if you have, like, a young quarterback. But – Best of luck, Alex. I hope that you don't ever have to take another snap uh, because I don't want you to continue to get hurt. I don't want you mm-hmm. getting hit. Whew. Okay, we we get into this, some some let goes. So oh, yikes! <laughs> Atlanta let go head coach Lloyd Pierce. They got Nate McMillan stepping in as the interim head coach. So black coach out, black coach in. I heard you want to point out the timing on that Camille since you brought it up. Oh, when they oh they fired him uh, March first. They definitely waited till Black History Month was over before they they, they let him go. I, I peeped that immediately. I'm like, oh dang, y'all just he even he got he had he coached like the, the practice. 
Mm-hmm. Players found a player found out on Twitter that he got fired. Like he was just here talking to us. I didn't know he got fired. Like he was just right here, bro. What you fucking mean? It was it was quick. And he just had a, well, his wife just had a baby like two weeks ago. Damn. Mm. That's that's tough. I was, yeah, like most of their free agent acquisitions have been hurt this year. Or terrible. Like they're I didn't realize they were playing Tony Snell like minute minutes. I was like, mm. my DeAndre Hunter's been out for a minute. And they were doing well while they had Hunter. Because Hunter looked like he was – he took a step. Like, he, he was, was playing – he was playing well. Rondo ain't doing nothing. Uh, Bogdan, Bogdan been hurt. Mm-hmm. But apparently, uh, I was uh, looking for a new coach anyways. A different voice. That's what we're seeing. Work yeah, like, I don't think that Trey, Trey Young has been, uh, like, Pierce's biggest fan. No. And that's probably why he was on the high seat to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, I also, like, when coaches get let go and it seems like they didn't get a fair shake, like, I always have to take a step back. Like, I'm not involved in their fandom. Um, and I'm sure that they had their reasons, even if it seems like they didn't get a leash. Because um, I saw people, like, defending Jason Kidd when he got fired. It's like. Yes, they did. You ain't had to watch this man. <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> It, uh, I did ask just Hawk fans on my Twitter, like, how do y'all feel about that? And the general consensus I got was, like, we knew this was about to happen. Some mm-hmm. of them were like, this is BS. Like, it's not really his fault. Like, he had some questionable rotations. Like, he did some questionable things for sure. But they felt like they owed it to him at least to be able to see what he could do with the team at full strength because everything's been so uneven. And as Eric pointed out, the free agent pickups weren't – they haven't really panned out too well for him. I think we'll that's – been their biggest problem is that they kind of short-circuited their rebuild like they wanted to, to jump some steps which again is apparently being driven by Trey Young which like he's talented but is that who you want like making a decision for your franchise at this point? Well, that's, maybe, maybe not. that's the way they're going. Yeah. They won 20 games last year <laughs> oh, yeah. and you know what I mean like it's I get what you were doing this offseason, but to go from 20 games to, like, 50 and being firm in the playoff, like, that's that's a big leap. That's a big leap, especially in a conference that has some some power at the top, especially with the way that Brooklyn came on. So, And you're a team that's had, like, six or seven first-round picks in the last two years. Like, you have a young-ass team. And just because you supplement it with veterans, like, you're either – not playing the players that you just paid or you're not paying playing the players that you just drafted. So either way, like you're being pulled in two different directions. And like, it just doesn't seem like there's much of a plan there. It's just like we drafted all these young guys. Okay. Only trade hit really right away. So now we need to bring in these vets. But like, he didn't develop the player. It's like, okay, if it's development, like it takes time. It's not going to be, John Collins is good, but he might not be there next season. Exactly. So, he might <laughs> you know not be I mean? there like, halfway through this season. I think that's he might about. not. He might be gone. And, like, you got somebody like Kevin Herter that, like, show flashes his rookie year, but then you draft Hunter and uh, Reddish, and it's like, okay, so where are you going to play play Herter now? And you brought in Bogdan, and you brought in Rondo, and, you, you know, like <laughs> – and you brought in Chris Dunn, like, okay, like, how are you – like, what coach is going to be able to control, like, this – not control, but, you know, like, maximize his roster. Like, it seems like the front office is where they need to be pointing the finger. But Man, Tony Snell played 34 minutes in their last game. Y'all ain't going to be winning on games with Tony Snell playing 34 minutes. And I know. 
Not on that <laughs> roster. Not on that roster. That's not going to happen. How many minutes did he play that game when he had zero points, zero rebounds? He was out there working. <laughs> he was just out there working on his cardio. All them, them big zeros. Then he had like 28 minutes that damn game or some shit. When you start to Google Tony Snell, the first thing that pops up is Tony Snell zero stats. He played 28 minutes in that game. He played 28 damn minutes and didn't do shit. <laughs> didn't do nothing. How much this man have? What was his I plus you, minus I that game? I bet you he picked up like five teammates off off the floor. Though. Oh, for I sure. Bet you he was. I bet you he was rooting on the timeline. I know that much. You wasn't on the sideline that long. Shit, he was there twenty eight minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you he was waving the hell out of a flag. I mean, uh, time. Oh Wait. shit! That man was a teammate. He yeah. was. Like, I didn't even have to take no shot. Like y'all can do whatever y'all want. I'm just I'm here when you need me. So. The the big show left WWE. He signed with AEW. He is going to be wrestling and serving as a commentator for their new YouTube show, AEW Dark Elevation. So <laughs> you, you got that going. Wait, that so like AEW Dark is already like I is that an online only show? Yeah. So now they have like a spinoff of their online only show, which is on you. Okay. They grow apparently they they, they 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 get some mad <clears throat> YouTube love apparently so they are adapting quick like they gonna be what Vince probably thought never could happen again is is happening with AEW like they picking up steam and they yeah they getting better at it they they have the money especially with uh was it Shad Khan and then uh, the Jaguars owner who's the billionaire his son is what was his son at AEW. Tony. And his son is the uh, yeah Tony Khan is they got the money like it's not like they don't have the backing to get with these media companies and these ads like hey how can we maximize this like they seem like a more modern company to give them the wrestlers uh, room to speak and everything like that so and, and work on a art so to speak like they're, they're like wrestler friendly I guess is what they're trying to go for so it's it's gonna be interesting it's gonna be interesting yeah but but it must be nice to have a billionaire son that actually you know just. Stays out of politics and just you know mm-hmm. spends his daddy's money on on his little niche project <laughs> as opposed to you know running for the senate and shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking? I'm not. Ta- I mean, I'm not talking about anybody in particular. Just you know. Oh, what's that? We talking about uh, just something in the ether. Okay. Okay. For sure. Uh, anyway, 13-year NBA center Joe Kim Noah, uh, two-time All-Star, former Defense Player of the Year, has effectively retired from basketball. Um, the plan is for the long-time Chicago star to eventually retire as a bull. So, oh, congratulations, sir! Yeah, congrats, brother. <clears throat> he had Oof. the ugliest form ever. He was yeah. a monster in his prime, though. Like he was a monster for sure. Yeah, I remember him in Florida. He was. He was <laughs> <laughs> that team was a monster. You saw he's talking about Milwaukee. And Cleveland. That man was a, a, a big city whore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, no, congratulations. I used to like uh, Noah when he, like I said, back in his prime. Mm-hmm. That Bulls, those Bulls teams, he was still, damn. It was scrappy. Lou Aldane, Andre yeah. Nocioni was on the squad. <laughs> yeah. ran, ran all of them into the ground. Duh. It was Rose on there. They had uh, Ben Gordon. They had a little squad. Jimmy was on uh, the team with them, too, at one point, wasn't he? Later, yeah. Yeah, he came later. Them Bulls teams, they had a little run. They had, I mean, win and shit, but they they had a little run. I mean, if Rose didn't get hurt, like, they would have been, like, 
instead of it being the Pacers, like it would have been them as the the primary rival to the Heatles. Yeah. Yeah. But say lovey, say lovey. Good shit though. Yeah, Tim, your guy out here wilding, fam. Who Zlatan? <laughs> yep. <Yeah. laughs> I don't know how do you pronounce his last name? Ibrahimovic. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so he criticized LeBron James in an interview uh, with UEFA for Discovery Plus in Sweden, saying that it was a quote mistake and quote not a good look when James and other famous people get involved in politics. Understandably, LeBron James was not going. Mm-hmm. It's wild uh, though because when I mean he was a hypocrite in this instance because <laughs> he definitely was on the same shit. But it's just wild that. Zlatan's star ain't even as big as he used to be. Granted, he's still a big star. Like, his name is going to be a legend in soccer. But he... Yeah, sometimes you can't... Just don't say shit about it. Like, it ain't your business. That <laughs> shit to do with you. Just ain't nobody coming to you. I mean, you had your own issues and shit. Dealing with racism and shit. Like, you said something. You were snitching on camera. <laughs> but all of a sudden, there can't nobody to speak out about all this shit. Like, sometimes they just need to shut the fuck up. You don't even over here. You, I gotta hear you know. Like, damn. <laughs> That's how you felt when he was talking about his shit. Like, so they can just shut the fuck up sometimes. And like, I, I, to, to an extent, I understood why he, like, what might inform, like, that stance. Like, as a European soccer player, like, you may not want to get involved in local politics or European politics in general, because like that shit is taken way more serious—not way more seriously, but it has much more dire consequences. It feels like mm-hmm. than American politics. Like we're divided as hell, but at the same time, like you don't have to worry about like you know, a like, race <laughs> right? Like you know, like <laughs> I, I pointed out that like his parents are from like different Balkan countries, so like I would imagine that his household like bringing up politics is probably like, a really touchy subject. You know, like where like your mom's country and your dad's country like went to war with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, like you don't then project that worldview onto other people because like you're not them. So if you say like I as Zlatan don't want to talk about politics because I'm just an athlete, I'm not a politician. That's fine. That's great. And that's for you. But like to then say like it's not a good look for LeBron James to do it. It's like you're not LeBron James. Yeah. So it's not your place to tell LeBron James what he should or shouldn't do. Yeah, he doesn't know what it's like to be a black man in America. Like, I don't know what it's like to be a black man in America. So, and I'm a black woman. So, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's not necessary to do that. And like, I would much rather that LeBron James as a athlete and as a famous person uses his platform to, you know, fight for change in the areas that he sees need his attention Mm-hmm. much more than I l- would like to see like Will Smith for The Rock like actually run for office because like yeah you're not politicians so you shouldn't be running for office but, like if you want to use your platform to stump for these political causes great but again it's not my place to say that I just don't I just wouldn't vote for him like, I didn't vote for the last celebrity I ran for it <clears throat> thank god you did <laughs> we have a we have a new a new co-host <laughs> <laughs> I'm like he done spilled the bees. Oh, so they're like, damn, where Eric go? We gotta get that nigga we, 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 we had to make some changes. Get him up out of here. Stop calling him number two. 
<laughs> Start taking sweats and suits on. Like, yeah. yeah and, and he knew something about that nigga. Was gonna... Y'all was right. Y'all was right. <laughs> but no, uh, no. Nah, Eric, 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 keep the. He the militant one on on our on our show. Exactly. Which when we talk about our top five from last week, I want to bring that back up because that yeah. But the Atlanta Dream. The album pander. Exactly. Exactly. Well, sometimes you do pander. You just didn't so pander with that particular that. one. Yeah, you didn't <laughs> pander with that particular one. You why pander. is it always an issue with my list? That's why I put my <laughs> list up really now. So can nobody? You say. know what? We gonna we gonna we gonna we gonna get there. We gonna get. Can no, talk, let's, let's talk about the dream real quick. All right. Um, Speaking of politicians getting out the dough and whatnot. Yeah, the Atlanta Dream were sold to a group that includes uh, former star Renee Montgomery. Uh, Montgomery becomes the first former player to become both an owner and executive of a WNBA franchise. Uh, Montgomery set out the 2020 season to focus on social justice issues and recently announced her retirement from the league after playing 11 seasons and won two um, WNBA championships. And then she retired and turned around and become the owner right away. Like yeah, she, didn't play, she didn't play last season. Um, she set out to do social justice work mm-hmm. and then she retired this like recently. And then we just heard that she is part of the ownership group that's buying a dream. Well, congratulations. Oh. Congratulations. Yeah, that's I like to see that. I like to see that. on a franchise. Yeah, I like to see that. NFL PA executive director, <laughs> uh, what's how do you say his name? D. Marie Smith. D. Marie Smith. He told NFL player agents that uh, y'all should work together during free agency and pretty much collude. Like, go ahead, like make do sure that y'all said, yeah, do it together, do it That's together. <laughs> And that's illegal from the league side, but there's actually no rules from the players doing that. So get your money, players. <laughs> All this is going to do. About time you know, find a loophole shit. Right. I mean, we're just going to have a bunch of leaks. The, the NBA, I mean, the NFL league office has been running laps around him for years. So about time yeah. you found a way to kind of get that there. Yeah. So do what y'all got to do. Get your money. Jeremy Lamb went on Facebook late last week and just had to speak out against some racism that he's been facing and that the Asian, the Asian American community is facing. And he offered an example pointing out the fact that he has been called coronavirus on the court, which is like, fam, y'all, <laughs> y'all are really out here doing it. Then I'm like, I guess I shouldn't really be that surprised given the fact that the former president referred to yeah the coronavirus as what was it Chinese flu or some some racist yeah. like that Chinese Kung flu yeah whatever he said like look oh, he was wild <laughs> Asian I didn't realize how bad things were at the moment for Asian Americans like they are really getting assaulted for no reason outside of being Asian and they're like getting like it's elders being assaulted it's not like they necessarily are picking like young dudes to fight like they are they are they are messing elders up. That's how it was after nine eleven. They, like, they they pick out that, that ethnicity or the background, and they just they, regardless of if it's equality or not, and they don't give up. <laughs> you look like you belong, so we are gonna fuck with you. They like, don't even care. The, like, the racism in this country is off the charts. Off the fucking charts. Off the charts. And we generally talk about black issues because we are black people. We see it. We we feel it. Uh, it affects us, but. 
we ain't got no tolerance for racism, period. Like, they got to clean that up. The G League is looking into the fact that he made those claims were made. So hopefully they'll be able to find something out about that. And things got to get better. They got it. I don't really know too much more to say because America has a certain track record that doesn't necessarily make me confident. But it's, it's sad. It's, it's just sad. A Nike executive resigned from the company after her son motherfucker used one of her credit cards to purchase $132,000 worth of limited edition sneakers for his own company. Oh, gross, bro. His resale company. Yep, yep. He's 19, by the way, Joe mm-hmm. Herbert. 19. And he used bots to buy 600 pairs of some Yeezys. I actually went to his like Instagram page thing to just take a look. The the West Coast Streetwear, which is the name of his company. That little dude had all the shoes, like all the shoes. I didn't realize the shoe game was like that at this point. Like that is crazy. He even used his mom's employee discount to buy sneakers in bulk to resell them. And Nike has a Nike has a uh, a big no resale policy with employees, so she had to go. She worked there for twenty five years. <laughs> Damn. 25. And you little shit got me fired. <laughs> <laughs> she had to know he was doing that. No, no Don't just fall off the card, bro. Ain't no way she didn't know what he was doing. Ain't no way. Where this come from? You get the you get the alert. 132,000 come off your credit card. What the fuck was that? <laughs> your corporate card at that. Well, you know how many people watching this card? No, what his um, you know how his dumbass got caught? It's because he did a fucking interview with Bloomberg. Yep. Told on himself for the clout. Yeah, it was just snitching on himself. <laughs> <laughs> the attention is ridiculous. The attention people are seeking, the instant gratification of that attention mm-hmm. is causing people to do the dumbest, absolute dumbest shit. Mm-hmm. I'm implicating myself that I'm using bots that we all know is out here being used in the first place and everybody getting mad when they can't find shoes or PlayStations or none of that shit because you rich motherfuckers is out here doing shit where you could just go buy the shit yourself. Instead, you get these fancy ass bots. Six hundred pairs, six hundred pairs of one shoe, and he did that often. Like I'm telling you, go to the West Coast Street where, like, look at look at some of those pictures. Look at how much he was. <laughs> what's the What's the name of these shoes? Here, here's what this little shit said. So he's like. Um, if you know the right people here, this is the city that sells shoes. Talking about Portland because that's where Nike and it's headquarters the US bases. Um, he said that the right people can quote give you access to stuff like that a normal person would not have access to. So he's talking about like the numbers, like forecasting what shoes would do well, like which are shoes to buy in bulk that you can resell at a higher amount, like when you know, when to sell, like what, what the trends are. So he had insider information and he had access to information. the capital and he had his mother's credit card. You know what I mean? Like, it's like the game, the game is rigged. And if it's Nike and Nike executive, that's basically funding resale culture. Like, Crazy. That's got to be illegal. <laughs> Even if it's, you know, if not just unethical, like as a, because at the end of the day, like that's why Nike's not doing anything about like Boston shit, because like they sell out their inventory, so like their problem is taken care of, and it creates hype for like the next release, and it's a self-sustaining thing. So it's like they don't have any reason why they would address bots, but if it's like insider shit, like 
then that takes a hit to like their credibility. Yeah. Customer. And sites. <laughs> now we know. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't care if it was him like actually running the company, like it's funded by the mom. So like she knew, she knew what she was doing. She knew what he was doing. So fuck her, fuck him, fuck all of them. Mm-hmm. Well, he said on that, Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay Packer quarterback, he donated $1 million to help 80 small businesses affected by COVID in his hometown of Chino, California. So shout out to him for doing that. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma State, potential number one pick, Cade Cunningham, he dropped 40 in an upset victory over number seven ranked Oklahoma. Now, with this upcoming draft class from everything that I've seen, the top five is really, 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 really strong. Like, Really, really, really Them strong. Motherfuckers cold, bro. Three <laughs> <laughs> guys players strong. Like hey, they cold. They got some questions in the rest of the draft, but the, that top, if you got a top five pick, like you're gonna get an impact player for sure. I was yep. watching actually, uh I seen like the end of that Oklahoma State game. Oklahoma Oklahoma State game. I'm like, bro, this motherfucker. I mean, he was catching shit. Just, <laughs> just catching <laughs> shit. Kay Cunningham is basically Ben Simmons that can shoot. Yeah. Okay. And could you imagine? Like, like, think about ben that. Because oh, he big as hell too. He was getting his all like he was yeah, he's tick back offensive rebounds and shit. He's a point guard, a sixteen point, six, eight point guard. Ben, ben Simmons can shoot. I mean, like, yeah. shoot well. <laughs> like, that just kind of shoot when you open. No, like, step back three, fading yeah. away on your shit. <laughs> like, he has a bag. <laughs> like, yeah. That's right. wild. Last topic. Jalen Green and Jonathan Kaminga are both killing the G League. Jalen Suggs is, like, a pure point guard that can score, like, probably the best point guard prospect that's come out. Like, he's better than Chai. Damn. And Chai better than Chai. Fox. Like, He's on the level of, like, Markel Fultz, like, what he was before the draft. Like, where Fultz was, like, can't miss mm-hmm. legitimate, like, next Westbrook type shit. He's like, he's like, yeah, you got Evan Mobley. He's a, a very mobile big that can shoot, too. So, it's yeah, some, top five is that. It's, it's some talent. Last topic of the week before we get into our top fives. Cam, would you take us home? Yeah, golfers paid tribute to Tiger Woods this past Sunday. Um, done in his, uh, his iconic attire with the red Nike golf shirt and black pants. Um, Tiger Woods said on Twitter, it is hard to explain how touching today was when I turned on the TV and saw all the red shirts. Um, to every golfer and every fan, you are truly helping me get through this tough time. Prayers up for, for Tiger as he continues to heal uh, from, that, from that accident. And that being said, we don't have any blow the whistles this week. So we're going to get right into the tech top five and get on out of here. Five, four. I did, but it just popped up during the one show. All right. So last, wait, did you, did you want to do your blow the whistle or, or no? Uh, No, just go ahead. All right. Last week's tech top five was the black dinner party. I pulled that went out. Can can <laughs> people were very intrigued about going to a dinner party with OJ Simpson there and um, Barack Obama and Barack <laughs> and Malcolm? You'll well, like, I, I wow. gave the reason why I chose them. Why I I know. everyone? I understand. I understand. Yeah, that's the, that's the whole purpose of why I chose them. Just think about it. that would be a lit party. It would That'd be very interesting. It'd exactly. Be interesting. You like everybody said it would be an interesting party. Educated, 
You'll be entertained. You'll be everything. All the above. You'll be in danger. Motivated. You <laughs> <laughs> said what? You'll be, you be in danger. you be in danger. Don't walk to your car uh, alone. Timmy, you also got some votes for your list. People thought your party was like lighthearted and just kind of like, like cool. It's going to be a good time. That's all. We just need to have a good time, get some laughs and shit, you know, have some stories, get some drinks. Nobody want to be all serious all the time and shit. Niggas really wasn't effing with Eric's party. Like they, they saw that and was like, there ain't oh, no giggles. Woke, This the wokest party? They should have healed the world and shit. They should have Islam out here. But it's like some work function. Let me go. It's not work let me move around. Okay, I'm here so I'll get fired. Where OJ at? <laughs> hey, he next door. I'm gonna go in. OJ did it. Hey, all you gonna be hearing me in there like, ha! Ah! <laughs> Everybody go cover that bitch like, damn, it's joking over there. <laughs> we did get one comment where someone was like, I'm not voting for any of the list because there's not enough women here. And I was like, hurt. Heard, heard that, I and it was it. funny because I couldn't, I couldn't say which list was mine. But when I made my list, I wanted it to be three women, three women, three men, and I was including myself in that. So I was like, mm-hmm. mm, like, it's interesting. But yeah, Sam I, said my I, list was a sausage fest. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, you got a sausage fest. Otherwise, that's how you like That's like two of ours. Yeah, I wasn't thinking when I put Rihanna and LeBron together because like part of it was like I'm gonna be talking to. Rihanna, while the rest of them talking to each other, but then Le- it, it, Rihanna loved LeBron, so like, yeah, y'all, when they had no she probably, yeah, she probably would have like, like, mm, you said, <laughs> you <laughs> smile, oh, you don't know, okay, okay, LeBron, LeBron come sit here, come sit here. It's gonna be rude because you, you, you know, you started the joint. <laughs> this week's, and, and, you know, yeah, but, right? This week's tag top five is best sport jingles. So. As Ken mentioned, he had his list in there first. He was number. He had his list in there first. Do we do we want to go reverse tech order this week? Flip it in reverse. Yeah, we can. All right, Ken, go ahead. Let us know what's on your list. All right, my top five at five. I have um, the Monday Night Football theme. Um, you know, are you ready for some some football? The old mm-hmm. the old racist one. Yeah, it is racist, but it's iconic. That's the first I, thing. I, 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 it is. It is. Um, brand, that's why it's not on my list. Keep on. Okay. Um, at four, the Olympics theme is dope to me. Um, the Olympics. Uh, the Olympics theme is too like regal for me. I'd be like, man, y'all. <laughs> it's just too like, <laughs> like it's just it's it's too it's it's too uh, it's too regal for me personally. But it's a favorite of a lot of people. Yeah, I, I enjoy it. Um, and then at number three, um, NFL on Fox. Um, yep. Number, yep, number two, Sports Center, um, in the '90s and like early 2000s, I believe. Mm-hmm. That one was lit. Um, and then number one is NBA on NBC. Um, didn't touch write that, John Tesh. Yeah, John Tesh. yeah mm-hmm. he killed that shit. Man, yeah. that round ball rock. That's, he was in there with a masterpiece. After he, man, that shit fire. Yeah. Oh, he took he took one long. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. So that's my list. Had it sprinkled on the, the uh, piano. I'm just like, oh, let's get it. <laughs> <laughs> like he, yeah, like that, that theme, that, that's cool. Uh, number five for me, I'm going with HBO's Boxing 24-7. I just like the way that, I've always liked the way that the boxing music sounded on HBO. It makes me feel like I'm about to fight. And that's what, <laughs> like it's supposed to do that. So like, I appreciate that. 
Number four, I got the NBA on TNT. That thing, really like that. Feels like basketball. It feels just, I just like how that sounds. Three, I got NFL on Fox. The the, the dun-duns, like it's it's big. It feels like football. It feels mm-hmm. serious. It feels like you're about to really like, it feels like fall. Yes, because at least the NFL got like some anger behind it. It's like, we about to really like you about to knock somebody like some concussions about to come in here. Like this is <laughs> either that or this. Yeah, like, well, you're to to the I, ring, bro. I ain't trying to hear that. <laughs> I ain't trying to hear that. But the NFL or Tim, cue up the NFL on, on Fox real quick while you while you're in the background doing it. That's my number three. Number two, I got the same sports center that, that mid nineties to through two thousands, and then number one is. Wow. NBA on NBC, that that round ball rock. Yeah, that's funny. Yes. Yes. They don't get you like ready to play some football. Like, come on, man. Pass me some wings right now. I'm ready. Let's go. That's my list, though. All right, uh, number five. I got Sunday Night Football. Um, The Faith. Was it Faith Hill? She's the original. Yeah, Yeah, the original. Uh, four, I got the March Madness CBS college basketball theme. Uh, three, I got the Raw is War theme, so like the one from the Attitude Area, like and then like everybody else. Number two, Sports Center. Number one, Round Ball Rock. The the same Sports Center. Yeah, we. Yeah, I got you. Exactly. You gotta get the da da dance in there, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number five, I got the Champions League theme song. Then we got the Harmonize Like a Motherfucker. The Champions. I like that shit. But um, <laughs> number four, I got Sports Centers. I guess I gotta get the da da dance. Number three, I got the NBA on NBC. Number two, I got Monday Night Football. Racist. And number one, I got the NFL on Fox. You got the same Monday Night Football one that Ken got. You ain't talking about like the one they currently use, right? Correct. Are you ready for some football? What do they currently use? I haven't watched Monday Night Football in a minute. <laughs> the uh, ESPN ESPN <laughs> has their own Monday Night like music now that they play. It's actually not bad. Like I like ESPN's Monday Night Football music. It's definitely <laughs> not as catchy or, or memorable as Are You Is Ready the for some Football? Is who? Is the Rulo still in it? Remember they so because they be having like little cameos and shit. Man, um, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, don't, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, that's the top it. five. That's, that's, that's it. That's top five for the week. You have it. Make sure when those polls go up, you let us know who got your vote. And yeah, that's the show. We hope y'all enjoyed it. We you know we hope y'all stay safe, take care, rate, review, share the show, all that good stuff. If you want to follow me on social media, you can catch me. Wait, 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 wait. Before we do the social media, I had an idea. Like we need to tease out this uh, Take Five Radio so that people are ready for it when it drops on social media. So in, okay. so in, uh, in, in celebration of the glorious month that is March, it's only right that we play March Madness. Hey. So that. <laughs> I know it ain't sports, you know, it ain't done by an athlete, but it's about March Madness as far as I'm concerned. So there you have it. Hey, don't steal my line again, though, bro. What's your line? Wait a minute. It was funny when you said the wait a minute first. I was like, oh, is Eric doing it? But Mm -hmm. then I was like, okay, I'm going to let it rock because, you know, it it fit. But 
That nigga. If Stephen A can steal your shit, I can't. Ooh. You said oh. what? You said, I said what? Stephen A can steal your shit, I can't. Oh, oh okay. okay. That's how we doing. We, we, we just choosing violence today. That's, I mean, that's it, what it, we it, it, This is a communal property, so we share everything here. What Eric said. But if you want to follow me on social media, you can catch me. Wait a minute. On Twitter at Camille Monet, C-A-M-I-L-L-E-M-O-N-A-E, because... Your mom is fancy. Thank you, good sir. At Bugsburn on Twitter. That's all you get. Yeah, damn right. Everyday underscore gentlemen on Instagram. I'm Harris 216 on Twitter and Snapchat. It's your boy, T-I-M-K-I-N-Z, the number three, a.k.a. SketchUp, a.k.a. Mr. Give It To Me. Uh, I can't sing to y'all this week. They be yelling at me, so. I'll see y'all next week, though. I love y'all. When did we yell at you ever stop you from doing what you was going to do? Hey, listen, sometimes I do. Not all the time. Sometimes. <laughs> Not often. <laughs> I was like, we in, motherfucker. <laughs> Only way you're getting this chest body. <laughs> Not all the time, but sometimes. Take care, y'all. Peace out. Stay safe. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.